Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. There it is. It's all there on. it is. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Trying to Be Better <laughs> podcast with Joel and Steve. I'd never, ever tire of hearing you <laughs> when I do the intro. Well, well, today you get to hear me cough while I'm doing it because I have a cold. So sorry, everybody. Is it a re is it a resurgence of the Rona? <clears throat> no. In fact, funny, you should ask, uh, like last Wednesday or Thursday or something, my kids didn't want to tell me that they thought that they had COVID again, but they were wearing masks around the house. <laughs> That's uh, I'm like, I don't have COVID. Holly's like, he doesn't have COVID. Passive so I, aggressive I finally, much? I, Jeez, come on. I finally went and just took a test because we have tests now. And yeah, it was negative. And yay. So I just, it turns out it's just a regular old sinus infection slash head cold slash bronchitis. You know, try to, like if I burst into a coughing fit, I'll try to mute the microphone. Yeah. You're, or at least, you're, you know, your new microphone is going to make those coughs sound really good. Hey, yeah. I mean, that's the whole point, right? clarity clarity baby mm-hmm. i got a little influx of cash coming in i think i'm going to purchase the exact same rig you have uh, sure mv7 i like it today's podcast is brought to you by sure microphones the mv7 for all your vocal and podcast needs that's right yeah i'm digging it so far it's got a usb output which is convenient but also has xlr xlr output for actual recording oh and uh yeah it's, it's that's great. Pretty, mm-hmm, I like it a lot. And I invested a whopping 20 bucks in this boom thing here. And yeah, I wondered if you got the package. I did not get the package. I just bought the microphone from, I believe, Sweetwater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I thought, you know, I should get one of those boom things. Yeah. Does it just like attach to your table or what? Yeah, attached to the desk. And I mean, it's literally the cheapest one I could find. It works for my purposes. Someday when, you know, that uh, sure microphone money starts coming in, maybe I'll get a one with hydraulics and stuff. <laughs> sure. Microphones, the best in podcast audio. There you are. I agree. I support that statement. Um, we are also brought to you today by Hyundai. Uh, Hyundai. <laughs> with the 22, uh, 2022 optional rear seat bidet. Bidet. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's really nice. It's warm. It's yeah. warm water, which is always nice because the cold water is a shock. Yeah. But it'll wake you up. Yeah. You don't want it too hot, though. That's who, yeah. Nobody wants that. Well, some, maybe some, some like do. it hot. Right. Some like it hot. Right. A little too hot. It's uh, good. Uh, follow us on the Instagrams at trying to be better podcast. I mean, we've got any emails. Do you check we it? Anyone? Received zero email. Yes. <laughs> Killing think, it. We, we even lost a couple Instagram followers last good. week. So I know. Yeah. Well, they just can't hang. You know. <clears throat> yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. I mean, the content is so good. It's sometimes people just get really intimidated. Yeah, that's true. They don't know if they can handle all the greatness on uh, their Instagram feed from us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to Holly and I were driving someplace yesterday. And we were listening to stuff you should know, listening to Josh and Chuck. They're, mm. They had a recent episode on uh, tacos. Oh, wow. And they spent... <laughs> He spent the first like 10 minutes of the episode just talking about all the different kinds of tacos that they like. 
<laughs> and, I, and I said to Holly, I'm like, you know, this is making me feel pretty good about what Joel and I produce. <laughs> like if these guys can do this, I think we're doing all right. Yeah. I, I had, um, I had, uh, these, I teach this class sort of an interdisciplinary class and it's a, it's a requirement for everybody to take. So I teach, teach a section of it. And I had this group do a, you know, kind of a, a group project. Anyway, what they ended up doing was just recording a conversation they had. And initially I was like, you guys really farted this out. You know what I mean? And then I was listening. I was like, that's exactly like, there's a, a, a fascination with the idea of just two people chatting and people obviously want to jump ship. That's fine. Like we're, we're not a murder podcast. We're not, no, no, sir. We're not a sex here, podcast. As as knows. Yeah. So it's like, we're just, you know, two nearing middle-aged white dudes talking about I'm, I'm middle-aged. Yeah, you are. I am. I'm 50. I am. T- I, I've already admitted on the podcast that I, I am, but yeah, you're, I don't know. 40 is not really middle-aged anymore. <sighs> okay. I'll take it. Whatever. I don't Whatever. feel middle-aged. I'm you starting sound to middle. I, you sound middle-aged. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm starting to acknowledge my own mortality in weird ways. Just like, no, it's like, like my skin is changing, you know? Mm-hmm. In How do you, what do you mean? Well, like, I mean, getting my skin doesn't look like 25 year old skin anymore. It looks like 50 year old skin. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I do like, I've had, I've had to acknowledge that. I'm like, Oh, you know, yeah, I, I need to, I need to, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say I need to, I would like to put a little bit more effort into my, uh, body tone. Mm-hmm. I'm soft in places. I don't necessarily want to be soft. And, you know, I mean, like, that's kind of a thing I'm like. How gracefully do I want to enter middle age? Yeah. I don't know. Just something I, I'm thinking about. Because, you know, I, thanks to, uh, you know, I want to still, uh, how do I want to say this? Find myself attractive, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, I mean, I want to get out of the shower and go, oh. Yeah. That's right? a slippery slope. And I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm feeling a little, you know, like the Paul Simon song. Why am I soft in the middle now? Right. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, Ooh, cause there was a time where I wasn't and I'm kind of put on a few pounds and there's this, there's this balance, I think between, you know, feeling good about yourself and having, you know, or like, where does that, where does that line end of like, I feel good about how I look, but I'm not going to chase this down the drain of insanity. Yeah. 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 Like body dysmorphia shit, which no, is a- and I don't have any of that going on. I just, you know, I want to look nice. Yeah, and that, you know, it's really this whole meditation thing's really ruined my my gluttony. <laughs> <laughs> How you know? so? Like you're just mindful of the shit you're shoving in your face. Well, yeah, I mean, like mindfully eating. You know. Ugh. It, it, it's it's just like how you know how AA ruins drinking. Totally. You know? I completely agree. And when anybody brings up mindful eating, I, I'm, I'm, I noticed that like, that's like the last frontier for me because oh. I, I like, I like shove so much. I like forget to chew my food and like <laughs> fucking have to hork it down with water. Like I'll just shove in my face. You know what I mean? Well, and I'm I mean, like, why can't I, you know, I, I can't swallow it as fast as I'm fucking shoving it in my face. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, you know me, I eat quickly and I always have, and you know, that's something I'm trying to like last night I was having dinner with Holly's parents. Like, and I mean, I actually just literally just stopped eating 
for a few mm. minutes mm. just to let everybody else catch otherwise up. I'll just I'll be done while people are like still putting you know whatever finishing garnishing their plate or whatever I'm like done like what's next yeah, yeah. and they're like we're just starting to eat yep. like what the hell how did <laughs> yeah yeah I have a similar deal dude and I you know I'd love to yeah I'd love to attribute it to to circumstances throughout my early life. Um, but really at this point, it's like, I've been given every tool to not eat like a cartoon character, you know? Um, but I, I noticed like physically, like I'll, I'll eat so quickly that like, I, like, I realized I didn't chew that food. And I know that this is whatever, who cares? This is real. Like, I'm like, I'm like going to choke on my own food. If I don't fucking slow down, it's like this indication of a bunch of other shit in my life, you know? That went someplace I didn't expect it to go. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, me too. I mean, I eat fast, but I chew my food. Dude, I occasionally I, will have somebody say, like, why don't you enjoy that? I'm like, I am enjoying it. This is me enjoying it. This is me enjoying my food. And maybe, you know, I've I've also done a little, like, actual, like, medical, I've you know, like, I have acid reflux. And what happens, too, is that oh. sometimes that acid reflux will kind of burn the nerves in the back of your uh esophagus oh and so you don't really know when it you know like you're you're you know but still it's it's like if i slowed down and like enjoyed and was mindful like that that's the cool thing that i've i think i was listening to a uh like a guided meditation on eating and it was like you know take a bite and you savor and mm -hmm. you think about where it was grown and what contributed it to that leading what factory farm produced it right 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 what uh yeah what what, what horrible conditions the animals i'm consuming were raised in you don't yeah, have don't, that you don't have that baggage do you i don't not for the most part except when i'm consuming like cheese you know i think oh. about the cows being in their stocks and being just hooked up to robotic udders, uh, milking machines and stuff. Mm -hmm. My eggs, those chickens. Right. Uh, egg. Oh my God. Egg, egg farming. So bad. I was just watching some videos about that last night, actually. Mm -hmm. Egg farming is just, it's awful. Yeah. I mean, you think, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, well, you know what they do to the male chicks? Tell me. I don't, you know, I, I almost it's it's a real bummer man it's a real bummer <laughs> they literally just grind them up by the hundreds oh, of thousands yeah yeah they just get sexed and the male ones just go into a shoot that go into a blender yep yeah it's and then that gets turned into like food chicken for, nuggets no 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 no. It actually well not as far as we know but it it uh is those that slurry is used to make feed for other animals and that kind of thing and there is, there's some, don't they, isn't there some uh, places accusing large poultry farms of cannibalizing chickens? So like they'll, they'll re they'll eat chicken parts. Oh, I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah. I think, I, I mean, I know thing. that factory, both the, for the meat birds and for the eggs, um, they're neither of them are great. They're two two separate things, right? Um, the, I'd be uh, curious. I mean, uh, the eggs I try to buy are like you know cage free, and you know I'm like I wonder unless how, what you're that buying really them from a farm where you see the chickens walking around. That's all bullshit. Yeah, I don't, to a I certain don't. degree, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
I bet the conditions might be a little better, it's maybe a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. And I, I again, and well, one of the things that makes it hard to get actual information from that is that you can't get actual information unless you get it from guerrilla uh, reporting. Mm, right. Tyson doesn't exactly let people into their farms. No, they do not. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and all the other, there's like five or six, maybe companies, corporations that produce most of the eggs and chicken stuff uh, in the world. So, or at least in this country, I should say. My brother Colin fucking pissed me off the other day. <laughs> I love you, Colin. But he, I was sitting there. Why haven't we had him on here yet? I don't know. We, uh, we should. I'll reach out to him. We, um, we went out to dinner for his birthday and uh, I ordered some crab rangoons because it said on the menu imitation crab meat. And I was like, oh, cool. It's like plant based imitation. I like, that's what I assumed it was. He's like, no, dude, that's like pulverized fish parts. And I was yeah. like, no, it's not. Yeah, Got crab. out my Google machine and he's like, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. I've been crab with a I, K is not, it's not vegetable oriented. No, it's blended fish parts. Uh huh. It's like it's like the hot dog of yeah. It's exactly what that is. And I've been like I've been like low-key like thinking I was getting away with that for the last Oh, that's so years. funny, you poor bastard. That's fine. Thought you had thought you had it made in the shade and turns out you're eating blended fish slurry. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I think that um <sighs> the more conscious I am about what I eat though, the more I drift towards uh, plant-based shit but um the cheese the, the vegan cheese world's got to pick its game up a little bit yeah i don't sorry i just when i don't remember what phase it was maybe holly's pregnant with john or something i don't know but she got this stuff called <laughs> we still laugh about it i think the kids existed anyway whatever it's called mac and the trees like oh no t-h-r-e-e-z it was so bad it was oh. so bad yeah I mean, like the texture, the lumpiness, the yeah. <laughs> like, no, sorry. I, I think it's getting hard pass. Better. I'm going back to the orange stuff. Yeah, I think it's getting better. But, you know, anyway, I remember this is years ago when I was managing produce departments for Russ's for being our stores. Mm-hmm. We went to uh, our corporate uh, director. His name is Randy. Hi, Randy. Um <laughs> We, he had us all come to this little co- to like uh, the residence in. Now it's something else, but behind Best Buy over sixty sixth and O. Oh yeah, for like this, he's like, well, we're just having a meeting. I'm like fine. So what it was was uh, like a display of this company, and they're essentially vegan cheese and like meat products that we were going to start selling in the produce departments. So they put mm-hmm. out this spread. It was like a buffet of stuff yeah. made from their stuff. Yeah. No, I, I, I like Randy was like, you guys need to be polite <laughs> when you go in here. Cause you know, yeah, we're not the most couth group of people, you know? Right. Right. And, uh, it was so bad, man. Oh, it was no. so bad. You could have filmed, they should have filmed it as a comedy routine. Right. Cause like he's sitting there looking at us like, be nice. Do not fuck this up. And this guy. You know, they put out this spread of the worst tasting. It was so bad. It was the, I mean, this was over 20, almost 25 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And it was awful. Yeah. It was, you know, fake meat, hot dogs and, 
mm-hmm. fake meat, uh, like sloppy joes with fake cheese on top of it. And it was all inedible. Oh, no. By, you know, normal. Like this is like and that was this, like, don't try to make it look like something that we actually like. Well, that's the issue, too, though, is like, you know, I, I recently bought um, some of the impossible just what looks like ground beef uh-huh. ground ground cow muscle uh-huh. um and you know i made burger patties with it fucking fantastic but yeah. if there's this weird like conversation i have in my brain is this is they are they went to extraordinary efforts to make this look like ground up cow parts yeah um and i need to reconcile that and then i'm sorry i'm totally huh shifting gears but there's then there's like genetically lab grown actual animal muscle they're making have you heard about this i've I've read about it i haven't tried it or had exposure to it directly i'd love to get uh uh, yeah i don't know i'm kind of like i'm on the fence i was talking to if it would reduce methane emissions i'm in i think that's the point Mm -hmm. yeah and i mean it will just you know animal cruelty and all that you know but it's essentially, I mean, they, they've if made science can make a cruelty methane free ribeye. I'm in, I will grill <laughs> the shit out of those. See, I have an, I, I, I have a weird, I don't know. I'd probably try it because technically it's nobody died. No, nothing died mm-hmm. to make this, you know, right. But it is weird to know, like they're just like, it's essentially animal muscle mm-hmm. going in the lab made. Going in a yeah. test tube. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I don't know, man. Oh, whatever. We got bigger things to worry about. That's true. I mean, there's autonomous robots with guns on them. Yeah. I mean, it's like, like, what are you worried about? Eat the, eat the, eat the test tube steak. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Test tube steak. Today's episode <laughs> brought to you by test tube steak. For all your fake muscular uh, protein protein needs, yeah, you uh, it's just test- like it's just like what's his name Cipher because we you know we just watched the Matrix again. Oh yeah, when he's eating the steak, he's like, I know this isn't real, yeah, but yeah. I don't care because it's delicious. Yeah. yeah, I'm experiencing it as delicious. Hmm. So who cares? Yeah, I mean he's the the bad guy in the movie, but you know. Well, that that's funny because there was an inter- there was an interview with Keanu Reeves recently with the new Matrix movie coming out, and he somebody asked him, I don't know, it's Jimmy Fallon or somebody was like, so what you know, how has the reactions been? Like, what have people thought? And he's like, the most surprising thing was younger generation now watching this Matrix. Um, he was surprised to see how willing they were to be like, yeah, of course we'd we'd choose the Matrix, right? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, like. And he, it was just fascinating, you know, that like, I think, I think when that movie came out, we were like, yeah, there's this noble cause of like, yeah, they're like, nah, well, we're good with the matrix. I'm good with the, what is that? The woman in the red dress and the yeah, yeah. fake steak and all that. Give it to me. Let's go. Sure. Well, and that's like, did you ever see or read that book movie ready player one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, we're watching that happen in real time. Yep. Where the world is just crumbling around, which is happening. Yep. And I'm just going to go live in VR. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my actual surroundings can be shit, but it doesn't matter because what I'm experiencing is really great. Mm-hmm. So I'll choose the, I'll choose the VR. Mm. 
I mean, that's, hmm. that's happening as we speak for sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I guess, you know, I could climb on, on board the Nebuchadnezzar and eat gruel <laughs> until the planet dies or live in the VR until the planet dies. Mm. But that's a pretty easy choice, really. Yeah, it is until you realize that that is actually, I mean, that's the same thing we do with our thoughts and our feelings is that we allow that to be the virtual reality we succumb to that is creating our own suffering. But if I'm not suffering, then am I suffering? <laughs> that's the best. That's the best quote we've ever had. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. That's so real. That, I don't that, even that, know what that, to that say. That Hyundai money is just going to start rolling in. Dude, Hyundai. If you're not suffering, you're driving a Hyundai. Hyundai. If if I'm not if I'm not suffering, am I suffering? Is that what you said? If yeah. I'm not su- like if I'm not if I'm not experiencing suffering, then am I suffering? No, See? I guess not. See, I mean, like literally, that's like if like imagine if neither of us like if we, if we were doing this from you know some god awful tin box powered by the remnants of these solar panels that we scavenged you know right. hoping yeah. that some solar storm doesn't come by and blow us out yeah. but we have VR goggles on and our experience is that we're on a beach or wherever in a club or you know dancing with the woman in the red dress or whatever in, a, what, in an LA pool full of jello that's what I'm saying right uh, like then are we suffering well, I, I know that I drank alcohol to get to that perfect eight to 10 minutes of non-suffering. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, you know, and that's a, a great analogy. I mean, cause it's a very similar, I mean, I talk about that when I talk from the podium, like all I wanted to do was just get like, have a hole I could just get into Yeah, and let the world just go do what it was going to do. And I could just be safe in my little hole. Well, who's provided that for a while. Yeah. But I feel like, I feel like checking out digitally eventually your, your, your inner experience is going to critique it. Your inner experience is going to, is going to crave it so much that, you know, Duncan Trussell in his latest podcast with uh, Lama Somo, I think that's her name. Um, she's a Tibetan Lama. He was talking to her about like, so if the, you know, aliens come and take me away and I, you know, go away from all this and I'm just succumbing to their perfection and their perfect way of life eventually i'm going to be like man this is boring you know like well that's that happened on you did you watch the good place yeah at the end of the good place no spoilers mm-hmm. but you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everybody's like okay we've achieved perfection this sucks yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean i watched i mean I, we're kind of monitoring my kids because they play this game genshin impact Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, Which is a multiverse thing. Um, and it's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's like all of the things wrapped into one gaming platform because it's got like, there's, you know, it's an MMO, it's an adventure, it's a shoot 'em up. It's a, it's Mm a, um, got a Sim city element to it. It's Mm -hmm. got, and it also has the gambling thing. Ooh. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's got, it's got all of the hallmarks of, of, of gambling. Hmm. which is that if you play your cards right, you might get a thing. Yeah. If you throw a little money at it, you might get a better thing or you uh, might not or, right. and periodically 
I can't remember the name of the company, but periodically there's like these windows where you can like get special things if you perform special tasks, but you might not. And the odds are that you're not going to. Mm. And so it's already triggering when we talk about it at dinner. Like, no, that's actually, they're like, no, it's this awesome new thing in this game. Like, no, actually that's called gambling. Nice. That's all it is. It's just another, another form of gambling where you throw a little bit of money on the table and against astronomical odds, you might win, you know, whatever the thing that gives you omniscient power for a day or a week, or you might get the super character or whatever, you know, or you might get crap. Right. And more often than not, you get crap and they're like, or it's like the, like the worst of the free thing, Mm -hmm. you know? And so they're like, Oh, I got, you know, that's a bummer. I got to try harder. So I got to, I got to try again so I can get the good one. Like that's called gambling. That's called. Yeah. That's called gambling. And they're like, no, it's not. This is part of the game. Like, no, that's actually called gambling. (laughs) Yeah. Like this is a very old thing wrapped up in a shiny new package. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's the shell game on the street. Yeah. And we, you know, and, uh, you know, we've had to like, they started coming up because our schedule changed a little bit where they started coming up, like while I'm getting breakfast ready or whatever, and immediately logging in again, she and impact. We're like, no, shut. Yeah. 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 Like that's, you're going to experience reality for at least 12 minutes. 12 minutes. I know it's a lot. And that's the reaction we get too. It's like, ah! <laughs> I, I hope that Kirsten doesn't listen to this podcast. Cause I've been getting up on weekends because I wake, cause I don't sleep in anymore. I can't, no matter how right. late I stay up and I immediately turn on my switch and play Zelda, but I'm not gambling, Steve, whatever you can quit anytime you want. I can, I can quit anytime can I want. You don't have yeah. to get on the switch. You're choosing to get on the switch. Yeah. It's I, I enjoy, it keeps me, I enjoy the switch. Yeah. It keeps me present. It's actually mindful. If you think about it. <laughs> Oh man, uh-huh. we talked about it all. We had a lot, we had a lot pent up, man. Uh huh. So, oh, the thing that I actually was gonna that we needed to talk about. Oh, yeah, is that you commented recently? I don't remember which one, which one is that we're. I've been thinking about it because you said that we're we're like our own echo chamber. You and I. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, Do you think that's actually true? Um, I mean, I know it is to a certain extent, but I mean, at like the core. Hmm. At the core, yeah, like, like the the if this is the matrix, the real the r- reality of Stephen Joel. Yes, sure. No, I don't think we're an echo chamber. Okay, I think that at the core of who we are, like you know, shocking to everybody listening, Steve and I talk about some shit off the mic. Weird, and you don't. Yeah, you guys don't get it all. Sorry. No, that's for our real. Expensive so Patreon subscriber, yeah, and those that buy a Hyundai, right. the, new, yes. the new Hyundai Bidet XT. Uh, no, we call each other on our bullshit all the time. I think that's an interesting question, though, because it's like these conversations we both understand are being recorded and sent out into the world for our dozens of listeners. Right. So right. there is a certain amount of and and any advertising marketing executives that just happen to be looking for new content. Right. 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 I mean, Joe Rogan can eat my ass, but I'll take a five million dollar deal from Spotify at this point. I'm not going to turn that down. Sure. I wouldn't either. Um, but I'm not, know, we are Joe Rogan's asked to get no, it. Done. I mean, no, no, nah, I won't. Um, no. 
I, uh, yeah, we are performing or at least there's the, there's the, um, there's the, the understanding. This is not performing. Well, no, I mean, I'm yeah. no, but not awake enough to perform, but at least we, we understand that this is public. Yes, very much. You so. know what I mean? Like there's some stuff that you and I are going to talk about on our drives home from work that we're not going to record. Right. So we'll let the NSA do that. <laughs> but I don't think, I mean, I think, for, I think we, I'm going to try to be as honest as possible. I think sometimes on the, on the podcast for the sake of what I think is going to be good for the show, I can be a little more agreeable. You know what I mean? <laughs> that I would be, then I would be if we were talking, you know, Right. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. You disagree? Well, I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean, there's. I mean, I'm not your yes man. You're not my yes man. Sure. Yes. And, I, and we and it's not like we have. You're right. We are certainly opinionated, but we don't necessarily have an agenda. No. You no. know, like nobody's no. paying us to. No. You know, make sure. You know, uh, whatever fossil fuels still get to increase shareholder process profits right or whatever like that's not a thing that's we're just really talking and so i don't think that but you just made it, i can't remember we were talking to darren or who you were kind of joking but mm-hmm. it just the way i was like are we really just our own echo chamber i mean we obviously agree on some things we're simpatico about yeah. you know certain issues yeah. you know we both believe in science and I think that, I think that sometimes, I mean, maybe that's just, um, maybe that's just me like recognizing when I am people pleasing and agreeable. Oh, sure. For the sake of just like not wanting to create conflict, you know? So maybe I'm not, maybe, maybe, maybe that comment was not necessarily projected on you. Maybe it was just really me seeing that I can be, I can be. I can be kind of a people pleaser. And, well, you know. and I mean, especially if like we have a guest on and they say something that maybe we don't agree with, you just kind of nod and move on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which frankly doesn't happen very often. I was going to say, I don't know that that's, I don't think that's ever, I yeah. think that's never happened. We do that also kind of cherry pick the people that come on here. So that's true. It'd be yeah. interesting if it did though. There's a guy that whatever I just, that I'm socially acquainted with uh-huh. that uh, he's, he, uh, I, let's just say I still, I'm still friends with him on Facebook just so I can kind of see what kind of idiot shitty posts. Yeah. And, and his, uh, his latest one was, uh, that truck driving schools turned out, turn out better people than any college ever did. Oh, that's nice. I know. Isn't that cute mm-hmm. and mind bogglingly ignorant and which is mm-hmm. par for the course really, mm-hmm. you know, but that was just, I just, uh, that was one of those things. Uh, like, that's ah, about right. Mm. And I really had the, I'm like, should I just, I should just fucking unfriend this fuck, mm. you know? Yeah. That's but, so tough. I, but I also like every once in a while, it's like, I feel it's like, no, that's, that's, that's a real thing. Yeah. You know? Well, and then another like mutual acquaintance is like, yeah, sure. I'm glad I kept my CDL. He doesn't drive a truck anymore. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? You're all idiots. <laughs> Not all people that drive trucks are idiots. No, 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 no. But this particular conversation and that, idea yes. yes that truck driving schools turn out better people than any college or university ever did yeah like wow 
but that's <clears throat> such a mind-bogglingly just ignorant, willfully, mm-hmm. woefully ignorant statement. So, but what I what I hear through this though is <clears throat> there's a part of it that's like speaking of echo chamber. Uh, it's been in the last three or four years that I have been vehemently weeding through my social media. I quit. I mean, I don't have a Facebook anymore. I deleted my Facebook. Oh, good for you. Um, but my You're Instagram still on meta though. Of course I'm still on meta. Right. Yeah. Cause you I have mean, to, I, why don't you just get the VR goggles and you can have fucking Instagram shoved in your brain from all areas. I already sent my blood sample to Mark Zuckerberg. Fine. Whatever. Um, but you know, the echo chamber thing is uh, back to that. I don't want to get into the weeds about the CDL and the, and the anti-intellectualism and the anti-liberal arts education shit that, that that's just not for me today, but right. the, yeah, the ability to, um, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a really a catch. It's like a, I don't know. It's I'm at an impasse with it. It's like, I, I definitely do not. I mean, I block family members that I don't want to, I don't, I'm not, there's, there's, there's people in my immediate family whom I love dearly. If you're listening, I love you, but I don't want to see your anti fucking, you know, abortion. I don't want to see it. You know, like, I just like, Nope, I don't need to see it. You can call me, but I don't want to see it. You know? So it's like, do I have to take certain things in to not create my own echo chamber? Is it okay to create your own echo chamber? Like what, where is the, where is the space where we're supposed to work through this shit as a community? And that's kind of what I, that's yeah. I mean, that's the conversation I was hoping this would kind of diverge into is like, how, where's the line? I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it's like, I, I, you know, there's a part that's again, it's, it goes back to uh, why uh, the right will always win, hmm. which is that while, you know, quote, liberals or intellectuals or whatever think, well, you know, we should let's actually look at all sides of this issue. And maybe they do have a valid point. The right's like, fuck them, kill them. That's it. <laughs> yes. But at the same time, I can be I'm just trying to, you know, I, I can definitely be that person that is. uh I'm done with you. I'm out. I don't talk to you. You're done. You're dead yeah. to me. You know? Yeah. And I, and, and I do that with points of view, not necessarily. I mean, yeah. Guilty as charged. Yeah. And I, I suppose, I, I mean, that's, there's a line. I, one of the harshest things I've ever heard somebody say about another person. I was a, like a fourth party of this conversation, but was that uh, this quote I wouldn't piss on him if he was on fire. Yeah. Hmm. Like I'm, I'm feel that way about very few people like two, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. everybody else, even if I disagree with statements, like we were just talking about vehemently, mm-hmm. um, if there was like a legitimate situation where that person needed help, I would be there with a bar pickup truck, you know? Yeah. Or whatever, you know, it's not like, I'm not, um, and, and I, you know, it's one of those things where like, I know that trying to have a conversation with this person about that sentiment isn't going to be productive. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to try, you know, but yeah. there's space in my whatever thought life to Hearth. still acknowledge said person as a human, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. you know, it's not their fault that 
they've been whatever programmed. I don't know. You know? Yeah. And that's the thing is that when I identify with my own program, or just through, just through a lack of education, you know, like an actual lack of education, which of course is why education and, and, uh, intellectualism is under attack. Yeah. Is to to breed more of that sort of idea. Yes. But I, and this is me, this is me being, I guess, maybe a bit of a entertainer just for the sake of argument. But I, when you're talking, I'm like, I also, in order to, cause I have said those things and I'm with you on that. And I'm not just being a people pleaser there. I'm actually like, yeah, I've thought those things like, well, and I've said that about people whom I love dearly, that their lack of education, college degree, upbringing, magical thinking, religious sect, whatever it is, has caused them to think a bunch of shit that's fucking bullshit. Right. Like I've totally done that. Mm-hmm. And I, I can say that's not their fault, their conditioning. Therefore, I also have to say it's not my fault with my conditioning. Like if they've been conditioned, I have also been conditioned. True. I'm not, I'm not morally superior because of XYZ degree or because of people, you know, people that I've known or experiences that I've had. And that's just the, in- that's the thing that I think is like the real philosophical question here is like the echo chamber shit is, is interesting, but we, we think we have some sort of choice in all this, but we've all been conditioned and programmed. And you know, what's wild is that it's cool that we're talking about this because I was talking to my therapist, who's also a a meditation teacher. And he was saying, um, it kind of dawned on me when I was talking to him, it was like, you know, we were talking about conditioning because I was, you know, talking about about my fear and anxiety of stuff that's coming up in my life. And he said, I, I said, kind of, and just processing this with him, I said, the only fucking choice that we have as human beings to to get out of that cycle or that machine or that programming or whatever is to stop. That's like the only agency we have is to stop and breathe. And, and, mm-hmm. and I guess like, you know, meditate or pray or whatever it is for you, but like, that's the, that's the, that's it. Mm-hmm. The only, anything else is like, well, I'm going to look at my phone and watch TV and get on my switch and go to work and, you know, internalize all the capitalism, whatever. There's a line in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and I'm going to butcher it, but where it's the idea that if you, uh, when faced with a computer, just start counting because it's the one thing, you know, if you can still count, then the computers can't completely take over. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, uh, and that's kind of what I think about that sometimes with the meditation, what you just said, like just stopping. Yeah. It's like the equivalent of in this, you know, increasingly uh, computerized world, just to like recite prime numbers mm-hmm. as far as you can, because that's mm-hmm. our only hope. Mm-hmm. And that is like, yeah, there's something pretty wonderful about that, that there's like, it, when I can see that clearly, I can see that my thoughts, my feelings are their own weird little metaverse. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. the, the metaverse is a metaverse and the advertising world is a, is a, it's all like n- nothing it's all is fractals, as, man. It's all I patterns. Well, yeah. Like the, <laughs> the, the, the amazing thing about advertising is that it, it, it preys on our innate ability to be afraid of not having enough. Yeah. 
And so like from, from the thoughts that we have to the, to the Super Bowl commercials that are oh going to be God. on TV tonight, baby, to the ads that come up. Are you going to watch that? Are you going to watch the super thing? I am not going to watch the super thing. I am going to have my first read through of the play that I'm doing oh, at good. the Fleet Center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm doing some work myself um, that just happened to be scheduled at this time. I'm like, oh, shit, I hope the other guys involved aren't bummed about this. But then, then I don't really care because <laughs> I don't care. Like, yeah. whatever they could have, we could have not done it on this day, you know. But I think when we scheduled, scheduled the after hours work i don't think anybody was thinking in super bowl because i literally haven't consciously thought about the super bowl except when it's been foisted upon me by mass yeah. media yeah uh, in over a quarter of a century like i haven't i couldn't care less um it's it's the i mean yeah yeah it's I mean, the, i'm glad it, people are gonna have a good time and they'll eat the little smokies with the barbecue sauce and watch the <laughs> you know the commercials that cost more than some countries gross entire like five-year income yeah Yeah. i'm like i just i to me that's a sign of societal sickness but that's another topic yeah Uh, i i read an article and i think it was the times or maybe it was npr about how um ice agents have been combing the the streets of la um in preparation for the super bowl and just like just the just the like dark the dark preparedness for that as this, you know, it's, it's a microcosm of similar to like the fucking Olympics, like watching yeah, and, the and don't, Olympics. Forget, don't forget the human trafficking, dude, brutal, brutal. awful. Mm-hmm. I was watching, I was watching the winter Olympics and you know, the ski jump thing right next to the nuclear reactor that China, China, that China tried to like, you know, doctor up to look cute. I'm just like, anyway, um, the only way to fucking get out of that cycle is to stop. Yeah. And it doesn't mean like kill yourself or like, ch- I mean, you can check out, like you can like tune in, drop out, whatever. But I also like to have a home and I like to, I like to right. buy switch games and I like to eat fake meat products. And I like to buy hats that are made in China, China, whatever. <laughs> but you know, to decorrupt or de condition the mind requires us to just, yeah, stop and count. I love that. Just stop and count the breathing or whatever. Mm-hmm. The only time back to the Super Bowl thing, though, like the last time I missed a Super Bowl, I remember I had DVR and I I just recorded it uh-huh. and I just watched it like a regular football game and it was fine. Like it wasn't this event. It's just a football game. So that's what I'm trying to do, because I do want the L.A. Rams to win. So okay, why am, do you want the other? Who's the other team? Who's the other sports competition organization? The sports, the sports squad of uh-huh. strength, the men, the men's squad of sports strength. Uh-huh. Uh, it is the Los Angeles Rams versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Ah, I'm familiar with the Bengals they have. Okay. So why, what is your, why do you lean towards the Los Angeles squad? The LA squad of male fitness and strength. Yes. Um, because I like them. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I, I kind of, I've been conditioned to be a Chicago bears fan. And I kind of, I guess I always will care about the Chicago bears because of my dad, and my brother, uh-huh. <clears throat> but I started kind of caring about the Rams when they moved to LA a few years ago. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, from where they were in. So they used to be in LA a long time ago. And then yes. they moved to St. Louis Same. and now they're back in LA. St. Louis Rams doesn't seem like a thing. This it was a thing. Right. It was a thing. 
It doesn't sound right though. Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, LA Rams. Okay. So I've just kind of you There's know I lived in LA. Exactly. I lived in LA. I'm like okay. I guess I'm a Rams guy. I'll kind of I'll kind of keep my eye on them, but then I think because of our proximity, I'm technically supposed to be a Chiefs fan. You're supposed to be correct. I'm supposed to be a Chiefs fan, sure. Yeah. Then we have our friend Jeremy, uh, who's inexplicably a, a purple fan. The Vikings. Yeah. Kirsten likes them too, only because they're purple. Right. I think. I think if I had to pick a team at gunpoint, I would. Does Does Dallas still have a football team? The Dallas Cowboy football. American football. When school. I was a child, I it for reasons that are unknown had a Dallas Cowboys pendant. Not I had a Dallas a Cow- Cowboys cheerleader poster or anything, but like a pen a pennant. Oh pendant? yeah, yeah, pennant. yeah, yeah. Pennant. Pen- Triangle pennant. thing. The you had a pennant penitent. Never. <laughs> you had a triangle thing. I had, I had it said Dallas Cow. I don't know where it came from, but it was on my wall for years. I had but- a. I did too. Did we all around that time get indoctrinated with Dallas? Cow- Cause I had Dallas Cowboys before. I mean, I was young, so I believe it was before when the, the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders became the thing that they came for a while. Cause you don't hear about them anymore. It's all it's old news, I guess, but uh, they still exist, but I don't think there is prominent because all the organizations have that now. Right. Yeah. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. No, but I had like Dallas Cowboys. I had a Dallas Cowboys like pajamas or something when I was a kid. So it's mm. like sort of programmed into me. Yeah. I don't know. All I remember is having, I had pages of football cards and I remember the Dallas Cowboys player, Ed too tall Jones. I thought that was funny that he had that on his football card was too tall. Ed too tall Jones. All right. So there's okay. Yeah. Sports there's a connection. Yeah. There's our sports segment. <laughs> brought to you by Hyundai and impossible meat and impossible meat and uh, beyond and beyond impossible meat. <laughs> <laughs> Two different things. Let's and Tyson and, <laughs> and Halliburton sure. for fuck's sake. Why not? Sure. Yeah. yeah I, I've got, been listening. I, hey, are you, are you familiar with the podcast slow burn? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm in the middle of their one on the run-up to the Iraq war, and I think Ooh. today would be a good day to remember that that entire thing was a sham and that we're still in it. Yeah, dude. The entire thing was a sham. Um, yeah. I mean, we all kind of knew that at the time, but mm-hmm. I think back to people I knew at the time that were running around wearing shirts with things on it, like I heart Halliburton and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. And like, again... Like that's a, that's a struggle for me mm-hmm. to see the, you know, humanity in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Well, some, you know, some people's Halliburton is other people's Dallas Cowboys. You know what I mean? You just it's get all the same to me, man. I'm a big Subaru fan. You're a big Subaru fan. But I'm, I'm sure, sure they're, they're squeak- horrible. I'm sure they're squeaky clean as a as a large corporation. Yeah, Subaru Subaru has done nothing has done no damage to our environment whatsoever in the manufacture of their fossil oh. fuel vehicles. <laughs> or or you know Fuji Heavy Industries, right? Yeah. Cool. The only way to the only way to get reprieve from the conditioning of the world is to stop and count your breaths for a while. That's what I apparently today. to go vegan and only ride bicycles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I start rehearsals tonight, man. Oh, actually, for the lead center thing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna be very atypical me, and I am going to plug the show, and oh, probably I'm gonna plug it. I'm gonna plug it probably once, maybe twice. Uh huh. I'm not that guy. What's that? I got my tickets. Good, good, because they're. It's only one weekend, so it's kind of filling up. One of the performances is a private performance, so. Um, the play is called um, "This Mortal Life." Also, it's by playwright Nancy Shank, um, local playwright, Um, and it'll local. I didn't know that. Yep. 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 It's a mm-hmm. new play. It's been in, it's, you know, it's gone through the, the washing cycle of rewrites uh-huh. for the last few years. Um, the director, Timothy Scholl has told me that he's directed and tried. They've, they've had several readings of this play, never a full mounting, which is where they're at now. Uh-huh. And it's, I mean, it's a, it's a good play. It's an interesting story. It's about Nazi Germany. I play, a. uh, uh, Hans von Doch, Doch, oh, oh God, I don't, Doch, some German last name. Anyway, cool. he, he was an actual. Can I return actual, those tickets? Are those actually, dude, I don't even know how, dude, I, it's, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I have a, yeah, I play a Supreme Court justice that was um, integral in seducing uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer to join the plot to assassinate Adolf Hitler in, during World oh. War II. Nice. So anyway, it's at the lead center on March 17th through the 20th. You can buy the tickets on their lead on the lead website. Come see it or don't. I think it could be great. I'm looking forward to it. It might not be great. We'll see. My friend Joel's acting in it. So I'm going It's gonna be good. Yeah, I'm acting. I get to act with some really cool people. Um, one of which she'd be fun to have on the podcast, Sasha Dobson. She's somebody who I've known for a lot of years and um, we finally get to kind of uh, be in a play together and, She's she's good stuff, so that'll be fun. And nice. I know there's another there's another act actor in the play, Brad Bozen, who I've acted with before. And so it's a little it's a little who's who of local actors uh-huh. besides me. Um, so yeah, come see cool. it or not. I may not bring that up again. Whatever. There well, it is. Should It'll be good. <laughs> yeah, but I had to cut my hair, man. Had to cut your hair. <laughs> Once I thought you were a true believer. Now I know you're just a golden retriever. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah. So I'm, I'm nervous good, and excited. Meyer. Looking real good. I pulled my <laughs> short haircut out. We <laughs> looking real good. Is this your, Actually, is this your went and got tri- I went and got trimmed up last week. Kind of cleaned up a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you, are you, are you going to stay the course? I I'm taking a date. People ask me that a lot now for some reason. I'm like, I I don't put that much thought into it. People get really attached. I mean, I was attached to my hair and it, mm-hmm. I like did this whole like grieving process before I got it cut. Cause it was oh. spiritual. It was a spiritual thing for me with the whole sure. pandemic and everything. But I, you know, I posted about it on Instagram and a lot of people liked saying, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Like right. people get, you know, well, as long as my wife still likes it and my work doesn't care, I'm just going to see what happens. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. They don't seem to give a shit, huh? They don't care. Mm-mm. That's great. As long as I, you know, I mean, obviously if I came in and it was all dreaded or matted or not kempt, had, you know, had, had a, had a, uh, a family of mice living in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there may be a problem, but I keep it clean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. 
Yeah. You're the cool IT guy with long hair. That's, I think that's part of the appeal. Yeah. So, yeah. I think any more of that, those sort of weird rules don't really, I mean, I don't know where you could, where could you work? I mean, I mean, I do work in small town, Nebraska, where, you know, all things considered, they'd probably still beat the shit out of hippies on the street, given the option, (laughs) you know, um, but you know, times have changed, whatever. Yeah. Plus I don't care. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mm-hmm. just don't know. I just don't know in what context would an employer get bent out of shape about long hair if it was washed and pulled back. Like, yeah, I don't think as long as I'm doing my job, which I am, then who cares? Right. Yeah. Me as yeah. an actor, that's the only place where they force you to cut your hair against your will. It's <laughs> so funny. Fucked, man. It's not against your will. You took the part. I did. I took the you part. Accepted and the I role volunteered the haircut. to get your hair. I volunteered a long time ago and then I got bent out of shape and they're like, Hey, you're going to cut your hair. Here's an idea. And I'm like, no, I'm getting my uh, cut on my terms first. <laughs> and then, yeah, I don't that's know, it's so, so classic. Funny. I know, but I mean, I'm doing you know, it my way first. I think I could have like, I could have said, well, no, you're going to have to pin it up and put me in a wig, but that would look really, I mean, with the amount of hair that I have, yeah, that wouldn't have looked great. It would have looked like a total sham. Yeah. I mean, some, some wig art, some people, costume designers can, re- and, you know, wig people can really do amazing things, but my hair is so thick that like, yeah, that there's no work. way there's no, no amount of plaster or bobby pins or nope. No mm-hmm. amount of skull caps is going to keep that thing from looking like a fake fucking wig of somebody who's supposed to be a Nazi. Right. <laughs> Faking. Which if it was a different kind of play might be awesome. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was like springtime for Hitler or something. Yeah, yeah, if it was a if it was a parody. <laughs> right. No, we're definitely taking it seriously, that's for sure. Good. Well, oh, nice to see you. I love you, dude. Love you too. And uh let's, you know, I'll try not to keep the echo chamber too, you know. Let's well, let's around. just let's just, you know, try to keep it real as much as we can. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. In this keep virtual, it real, man. Yeah, let's keep it real. Keep it real. It's almost like a battle cry anymore. Keep it real, man. Keep it real. Keep it a hundred and keep it real. Keep it, keep it spicy. I don't know, man. My stomach's a little tough. Oh, dude. I, I literally, I, so I went out to eat with a, uh, my, you remember Andrew, Andrew W, Andrew Wells. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He and I had dinner the other night. We went to El Toro. Uh-huh. Worst service ever really we had a I've never yeah, had bad I, service there dude well i haven't been there happened. in a long time but we had a we had a server basically say hey i you know can you take care of your check i have a life literally said i have a life are you serious yeah i have a life can you take care of this i have a that's life. i was like i i guess you I need mean, to go work you at do. garden totally restaurants do. where they have the checkout thing at the table pal because that's awful did you leave awesome. you tip them i won't go into that okay uh, fine. <laughs> So, um, anyway, I, their That's food insane. was amazing. Yeah. Their food was amazing. But Always. the next morning I was like, it, 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 it was fighting back so hard. I was like, I'm going to, is it COVID or is it El Toro? <laughs> so I took, I took a COVID test. Cause I was like, really? I don't know what's going on here, but it was El Toro. Cool. Well, there's a ringing endorsement. <laughs> El Toro. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave it there. 
Yeah, dude. And that's, that's the brutal thing is it's like, yeah, I'll put them on blast. It was like, it was totally, it was like, Hey man, are you going to take care of the check? I have a life. I have a <laughs> like, life. I, you know what? And like a couple of days, a couple of days grace from that. I'm like, you know what? He's right. He does right. have a life. He's not right. He has a life. <laughs> I have a life. Man. You know? The, the person that spent many years in retail and customer service management just fired yeah. that kid on cement uns- just like get the fuck out of here don't ever I come know. back keep intense. your apron it was intense it was Jesus. intense <laughs> anyway Steve I gotta cut this short I got a life man <laughs> later <laughs> at first I was afraid I was petrified I kept thinking I could never live without you by my side But then I spent so many nights just thinking how you'd done me wrong I grew strong I learned how to get along And so you're back from outer space I just walked in to find you here without that look upon your face I should have changed my fucking lock I would have made you leave your key If I'd have known for just one second You'd be back to bother me Oh, now go walk out the door Just turn around Now you're not welcome anymore Weren't you the one who tried to break me with desire? Did you think I'd crumble? Did you think I'd lay down and die? Oh, not I. I will survive. Yeah, as long as I know how to love, I know I'll be alive. I've got all my life to live. I've got all my love to give. I will survive. I will survive. I've 
life to live I've got all my love to give I will survive I will survive Yeah, yeah Don't forget, toot your hooter.